0: Hey, Power of Enough community, this is Mary Patterson, your modern mama, with using her grit, grace, and gratitude to live the healthiest, happiest life and to help and challenge you to push your limits and live your healthiest, happiest life. We are diving into our stress-free holiday season. Yes, you can have stress-free holidays, guys. Some stress is good, some stress is bad. A lot of the holiday stress is just bad, bad and self-inflicted. There are things we can do to change that. There are things we can do to keep the merry happiness j- jingle jangle all that good stuff in the holiday season. I hope you have listened to our other episodes on stress-free holidays and learned a little bit about where we're going, we are going to use grit, grace, and gratitude to make this the best holiday season ever. Today, we are going to talk about a topic I love and and my work in progress, as with everything else. And I'm sure this topic will come up again and again in many different ways throughout our different podcasts because we're going to talk about powering down. Yes, that little cell phone in your hand, that iPad, that computer, we're mostly gonna talk about that cell phone, and we're gonna talk about power, powering down that phone, putting it down, putting it away, and being present. And there's no better time to practice it than the holiday season. Because if you can practice it now, during all the events and the gatherings you'll be having and the juggling of your schedule, you will learn how you can carry that over into all the times of your life, all the seasons, into the new year. We want to learn about how being present is the best present. Yes, I'm going there, guys. You want to give your presence to your loved ones, to your significant others, to yourself, to the season, to life. And now is a great time to practice it and feel it and realize it. And part of our struggle in society now on the lack of understanding what being present in the moment truly is, and the act of really being present is that little cell phone in your hand. It is a great thing, but it can also be a horrible thing. So how do we do it? How do we do it? We have all been in the situation, and we have all been that person, if we are truly honest. Right, you're sitting at dinner, with a group of friends, and all of a sudden you realize half of the table is looking at their cell phone. Whether they're checking email, they're checking a text message, they're posting a picture on social media, they're just scrolling through social media. Nothing like feeling when you are the only person or one of the few and you look up and you have that moment where everybody is within themselves staring at their screen. Takes the fun out of it, right? Makes you feel unimportant, makes you feel bitter, makes you feel frustrated, right? Do you feel me? And if we're all honest, we have all been that person. We have all been that person that looking at their phone and not even realizing, or I have had those moments where you pick it up and you're like, I just have one thing to do. Most of my work, and I think a lot of struggles I know, I see entrepreneurs and business owners have, um, whether you are in network marketing, whether you have a small business, uh, whether you are have a blog, and anything, social media, is huge in your marketing. It lets people know who you are. It's where people go. People go, the the internet search, they can find you there and find out what it's all about very quickly through social media and through the internet. Quicker than, and they can get a glimpse and a feeling quicker than they can in a newspaper ad or a magazine ad. So yeah, there is a, we have to be present there to reach the masses. So I know I have been stuck in a situation where I just need to post this quick. And then that post turns into a scroll, turns into, oh, let me check this message quick. Oh, let me get, you know, oh, while well, I check this message, let me respond to that and get that. And then that peaks your, your reminds you of something on your to-do list that you need to do. So you sidetrack to another thing. And all of a sudden you're in this tunnel and you don't even realize how much time has gone on and you're sitting maybe next to one person, maybe in a group of people, and you're making them feel unimportant. You are you have already shifted them down your priority list, down your value list, even if you didn't intend to do it. So we need to fix it. We need to at least realize it, right? Knowledge is the first step. But then we have to do something about that knowledge, right? Knowledge is the potential to getting things done, is the potential to improving. But we have to find that grit and we have to get dirty and put it to work and we have to really realize what we're doing ourselves because guess what? We set the tone, we set the tone for ourselves and we have to set the expectations for those around us. It's the whole you choose, you choose and you dictate. It's not, oh, well, I have to because of this X, Y, and Z. That's what people expect. There are certain things we have more control over that we need to understand. Technology is a beautiful, beautiful thing, right? In the workforce, um, I, th- there was a short period of my life. I mean, most of I'm kind of in that generation, right? That's in between. We didn't have email growing up. We didn't have good. Thank goodness. We didn't have social media until I was well into my 20s late 20s and even then I was kind of like what what is this thing took me oh, took me a while to grasp onto it but we realize with the technology how much faster can we get things done how much more efficient are systems in place you know for business for for life how how awesome is it that people that you would have lost touch with you know people maybe you know in high school I didn't have a large group of close friends, but I can connect with people I went to high school with and reconnect and maybe create deeper friendships now than I had then because of technology. But the downside, the flip side, is how many ways do we have to get in touch with somebody? Text, email, Facebook message, Instagram messaging, voicemail. Although I find that people don't leave voicemails or listen to voicemails anymore, which is a little pet peeve. And I was told that means I'm old. <laughs> um, but if you're like me, man, goodness. Just leave a voicemail when you call me. Leave a voicemail and let me know what's up. But all of those avenues are, are constant. It means people have constant means to get in touch with us. Which is great, fine, but the expectation is immediate response. So this technology, we are, guys, we are using machines, but we have to realize that we are not machines. You are not a machine. That device in your hand is a machine for simplification purposes, right? It can do so many amazing things instantly, constantly, without us even thinking about it. Just because you're using it, doesn't mean that you are a machine and that you can do everything that it does. You have to set the boundaries. And if we don't realize that we are using machines, that we are not a machine, we are going to be in trouble. Guys, we're already in trouble. Let's look at the health status what is going on out of all of the advancements in medicine and technology? We should have some of these health issues figured out, right? No, the, part, the trouble is that we're realizing we're not machines. We're not, you can't just fix us in a science lab. We are damaging our physical health and our mental health by thinking that we can operate like machines. That we can operate at this level of, and and we'll say, and I've talked about this in the past. We think of stress as this high level stress where we, you know, uh, big events coming up or big project deadlines coming up, and we got to pull a couple all nighters, or, you know, we're we're on fire. We've got to get things going and get it in, and the stress level increases. That's short term, right? But what we're not realizing is we are all in this constant state, this medium form of stress where we're operating, operating, operating mentally, and then it's affecting our physical well-being. It is affecting your physical well-being, your gut health, your hormone health. It all ties in to that even medium stress level. It is not healthy. And by learning to power down, we can help some of that. I'm not even going to dive in to, we'll save this for another time, out of our stress-free holiday season, But maybe we should talk about it on another episode on how social media, just watching everybody post those perfect pictures all the time, changes whether we want to admit it or realize it or not, how we feel mentally and physically. And it's this ripple effect throughout our body. So we are going to talk about how we can power down. And what better time to do it is the holiday season. Because guess what? There's so much awesomeness going on during this holiday season. There's so much to be grateful for in what we're all celebrating, no matter what the holiday you're celebrating, there is something to be grateful for in joining in community, in fellowship, with our friends and family. And this is the best time to learn how to be present. So I put together for us today four kind of action steps for you to take to practice being present during this holiday season. And if we can put them into place now, hopefully, right, it'll help spiral into 2019 and into creating and forming habits. Ready for number one? Put the phone away. Yep, okay, not now. First, listen to the podcast first. Or put it, put your phone in your pocket, put your headbuds on, and go about your day. So don't put it away yet. But putting the phone away during certain times is huge, 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 huge. We just got back from a nice, uh, awesome, awesome Thanksgiving week. We we went away for ten days, visiting friends, and then visiting family, and then um, going to a football game, and. Going into it, I really set the priority for myself of putting the phone away during certain times, but guess what? I still slipped up and I I remember it was, I think it was Thanksgiving evening where you look around and every single person, except for my mother, I'll give her a little shout out. She knows how to like put that phone away. She's not even on social media or anything. Um, Every single person had their phone out on the table in front of them, everyone, including myself. And I had the thought going, we are all, all the important people, right? If something were to happen right now, everybody's here. Who, Who my, my children are here, my husband's here, my parents are here, my spouses, are, my siblings are here, my, um, my nieces and nephews. Most of the important people in my life are right here. I'm not waiting for an important phone call Thanksgiving evening. I don't need to be scrolling through emails Thanksgiving evening. Why is my phone out in front of me? Why? All of us had our phones out. So take this and think about when you can put your phone away. And I challenge you, during every family gathering over the next month, every friend's friend gathering, any like fun social event that you put the phone in your pocket, put the phone in your purse, hey, do like what I do when you go to church, leave your phone in your car for that hour, put the phone away just for that time. Okay, now I hear the excuses, but I'm, I get it. When I say, when my husband and I go out on date night, the kids are home, I wanna have the phone there just in case. Great, so the phone's there, but I don't look at it unless it dings or beeps. And all my notifications are turned off from social media, so it's not dinging and beeping at me when someone is posting on Facebook. Nothing is flashing up on my phone, so there, turn that off too. So if it dings or if it rings, I will glance at it. If it's not my child or the person I'm expecting that phone call from, I put it away immediately. That message can wait. Be present. Put the phone away during certain situations. So that is your number one challenge this holiday season. Your next party, your next gathering, whether you're hosting or you're going somewhere else. Commit to putting your phone away. Number two. And I have started doing this during work hours, during certain times. Okay, because now you're putting your phone away. But I know at least fifty percent of you have smart watches on your on on your wrist right now, so your phone can be away, but you can still get the messages coming across your watch. I have a love-hate relationship with this. There is nothing worse, and I have learned to turn the blue the Bluetooth Bluetooth off when I am working with clients and teaching classes because even if I don't have the intentions of looking at it, there's nothing worse than helping and talking somebody through something, coaching somebody through something and having your watch distract you and be buzzing. And guess what, they, they can feel it too. They can feel you glancing at your watch. They know when you're looking at the time or when you're reading a message. So I have committed to where the Bluetooth is turned off unless I want it on for a certain reason. So turn the Bluetooth off during certain situations as well. Discipline yourself to not get distracted during certain times. This could be during certain work times. If you wanna to find to be more productive during the holiday season, you're stressed out by trying to juggle work and parties and, and, gro- and um, uh, grocery shopping, uh, gift shopping, all of that stuff, decorating, every all of the cool activities that come into place, turn your Bluetooth off even while you're at work Close the Facebook tab when you're at work and just focus on getting work done. You will find how stinking productive you can be during that time, okay? So number one, you're going to learn when and how to put the phone away during certain situations. Number two, you're going to turn off that Bluetooth. Number three, we're going to be in real time. I want you to be real time. What does that mean? Okay, so nothing worse than... Being with a group of friends, and we all we all do this, right? You take that picture, you take that selfie, and then everybody's got to post it immediately on Facebook or on Instagram or on Snapchat, or whatever you use these days. If you're still using Twitter on Twitter, we've all got to post it right away. No, I want you to go old school. Remember when you used to take a picture and you would have to wait to go look at it? I want you to think of taking pictures on your phone that way. Yes, take the pictures, capture the moment, capture the memory, capture the the time. But I don't care if you post it in real time or not. Post it later because guess what? Posting in real time is pulling time away from who you're with. And then it has the potential, the high potential, whether you want to admit it or not, to send you into a spiral, right, of newsfeed. speed liking and scrolling and all of that. And now you're that person staring at their phone when someone that you care about that has put time aside to be with you is sitting right next to you. And I don't care if they're on their phone or not. That's not your excuse to grab your phone. You set the standards for yourself and for those around you. There there have been many times where I have been the only person sitting there not looking at my phone. And there have been times where I have been that person and I realized it I realized I was that person looking at my phone and being rude because somebody else was not, because somebody else was sitting there and ready and attentive. So be real time. Take the picture, post it later. Post it that evening, post it before you go to bed, post it at the end of your trip if you're traveling, at the end, the last day. We don't need updates all the time, okay? be real time. And number 4 is the last tip we have here and it is my favorite. And we've touched upon it through some of these tips already is set boundaries and make them clear. Set clear boundaries and make them clear. What does this mean? It's touching upon a little bit of steps 1, action steps 1, 2 and 3. Create no phone zones for yourself. So what's going to happen is you're going to be busier. So you're going to be pulled away from family more, whether you are busy, sometimes work gets busier during this time of the year um, or your your social gatherings around work and non-work get busier. So you're pulled from maybe your immediate family more. You're pulled from your children more, right? So you have to set clear boundaries now when you are with your family, because guess what? You may have smaller amounts of time with them, where you can just be. So I love these areas to have no phone zones, dinner time. And I will admit, I have gotten yelled at, hello, put your phone away. And I'm like, oh, I just want to take this picture and send it, post it to my group. My dinner looks really good, you know? No, you can take the picture before you sit down, put the phone away and post it later, right? No phone zones, dinner time. After a certain time of the day, And you know, you probably will not get a message back from me. If you text me anywhere, anywhere between eight and 9 PM, I'm shutting down. The phone is away. It's charging. I'm trying to be focused and present. Sometimes it's earlier than that. It depends on the day, but you have to set that after a certain time, power down. How about the morning time? Not before a time. Don't power up. Until you've started your day. The guys, why talk about this with my transformation people? Actually, next month we start going into block our block two of our transformation with our Gaia Fit Lifestyle online program is setting a morning routine. The most successful people do not wake up and look at their email or social media right away. They get their own head straight. They focus on the people that are with them. They focus on their loved ones. They focus on themselves. They don't let somebody else start to dictate their to-do list. This is a great time to practice it. You are waking up. You have that moment with the children. You don't stop scrolling through Facebook. You stop scrolling through the local moms like group. Wait until your children are away in school, are off to school before you glance at it. Wait until your lunchtime at work before you glance at it. So set a rule before yourself, not only in the evening. Okay, it's time to power down, put it away. Set a rule for yourself in the morning. I'm going to get up. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z for myself and for others before I pick up that phone and look at it. In the car. So dinner, after a certain time in the evening, not before a certain time in the morning, in the car. At the stoplight, at every stoplight, do you pick up your phone? Stop, don't be that person when this light turns green and you're waiting for them to go and you see them staring at your phone. That text message can wait. The only time you need to use this little phone that you have in your hand is if you have a Bluetooth and you can talk or you're on speakerphone and you are talking voice to voice. I don't want you staring at your screen. This is huge. We try to be time savers and it, it, it is not working guys. It is not working for our health and it is not making you more efficient whether you think it or not. And then the last place that you should create no phone, no phone zones or set clear boundaries and make it clear is vacation. If you are going on vacation, whether it's a one day trip, whether it's a two day trip, whether it's like we just had a 10 day trip, set boundaries for yourself. And the biggest thing is I had to add here and make it clear for others. And this was a lesson I learned is I set boundaries for myself At a certain time in the morning, I would look at my phone, is there anything that I need to call attention to? Does a client reached out that needs immediate attention? Um, We have our online program, did I do a daily post and check in with everybody? And then maybe later on in the day, so I had maybe two times in the day at most that I had a little block of time that I checked in. Otherwise, the phone was away. And I made those boundaries for myself. And now when it comes to work-life balance, I say, and make it clear because my mistake was it was clear for myself and clear for my family, but I didn't make it clear for others. So if you want to create real boundaries, you have to make it clear for yourself and to others and say, Hey, this is going on. I will be away for 10 days. Everything's okay. I want to make it clear that I will not you know, be able to fix X, Y, and Z only reach out for an emergency. And, make, and you might have to go so far to say what, those emergen- what does emergency really mean. Now, there's going to be gr- a whole gray area with that depending on what you do. But no matter what you do, whatever your job is, whether you're your own business owner, whether you work for somebody else, high level, low level, you have to make sure you're setting boundaries and you're making them clear and you are fully capable of doing it, and people will understand it if you set them. This is where your grit, your grace, and your gratitude really come into play. Because guys, it takes grit to take charge. And I had that situation on my vacation where I had something with work come up and my boundaries were broken. And I realized I didn't make that clear for somebody else. And I had to take charge of that. I had to get gritty. I had to take charge and stand with confidence and say, this is what's happening. I am on vacation. This is what's going on. But here's where grace comes into play. And I think we, 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 sometimes we, Overuse and underuse grace or misuse let's say we misuse it because sometimes we think grace is like we think we give somebody grace and then we hold on to this bitterness inside us that's not what grace is grace is truly forgiving somebody that maybe has made a mistake or forgiving yourself it doesn't mean saying "Oh, I forgive them I'm over it and then holding on to it and griping on to it or and holding it over to over their head and saying you know and holding on to that bitterness that's not grace but grace is saying okay, you know, what can i what could i have done to make that different? Sometimes there's nothing. And sometimes it's like, okay, we're different people or it's a different situation, misunderstanding. You are going to make mistakes, others are going to make mistakes. And sometimes it's a lack of communication. Sometimes it's that a lot of times it's that we didn't set clear boundaries and we didn't make them clear. It is not easy to channel in that grit or that grace. And depending on the situation, you're gonna flip back and forth. But you have to take the time and think about it and process it through. Because when you take charge, you use that grit. When you know when to give yourself or to give somebody else grace, work through it as much as you need to. And it doesn't mean that you are allowing somebody to step on you. That's where the grit and the grace come hand in hand, right? Is learning that balance of when and how. But when you learn that balance of when of, of how, especially during this holiday season, that gratitude is going to it's going to be easy. it's going to be easier than you think, and you will be filled overflowing with gratitude because you will be allowing yourself to be present. you will give the best present to yourself and to others by being present. So, what are you going to do during this holiday season? You are going to power down. Action step one, you're going to put the phone away. You're going to, action two, you're going to turn off the Bluetooth. Action three, you're going to be in real time. Be present, post the pictures later. Comment on the pictures later. You don't need to post it and then reply right away to every comment. Later, be real time. You be real time. Don't post in real time. You be real time. And then, number four, set boundaries, set clear boundaries for yourself, but also make them clear to others. Create your no phone zones, create your check in times, and find that grit, that grace, and be filled with gratitude in the process. This is the best can be the best time of the year for you to learn how to truly appreciate all of your loved ones and everyone around you and what this beautiful life and world is about use it use it so i challenge you to create the stress-free holidays and power down i love you all we love our power of enough community please share this podcast write a review for us if you can Take a little screenshot, share Power of Enough podcast on your Instagram or your Facebook feed and get others to find their Power of Enough. Join us on the journey of finding Power of of Enough and what better time to do it is now during this awesome, amazing holiday season. Love you all. Till next time.